Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So, I don't have kids. But from observing my procreating homies, I know that the first few months of parenthood are everything. They're tender, they're exhausting, they're life-changing. So much so that if you're not a parent, you probably don't really get what it's like. And if you are a parent, you get it. But... Going back to the feels from those first moments with your first baby can illuminate so much. And the art of photography can be a lovely way to invoke those feels. Manuel Martinez is a photojournalist at WBEZ. He was behind the camera around Mother's Day this year, capturing photos for WBEZ's series the first 12 weeks. The stories looked at the lives of a few Chicago mothers in the first 12 weeks of postpartum. That specific time period is a period that, you know, a lot of people go through an experience, but because so much of the experience is taking place behind closed doors, uh, it's not something that's really talked about. Some of the struggles and difficulties of being a new mother and new parents, but also some of the universalities, the things that all mothers experience collectively. Those images are now on display in a free exhibit on Navy Pier. Manuel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Erin. So first of all, the photos in this exhibit are gorgeous, really powerful. Um, You can see new mothers with their newborns. Some of them are filled with joy. Some of them are deep in thought. Some of them look like they're in over their heads. Tell me about how this story came about and why the photo component is so important here. So I was brought in to this story by my editor, Cassie, who was interested in working on a project about motherhood and particularly the first 12 weeks of motherhood. And so our goal was to try to take people into that space and allow them to experience it through both Ellie's reporting and my photographs. Yeah, tell me about, I just want to hear you talk about the importance of photography and storytelling like this. Yeah, so when I approach these types of stories, um, my goal is always to allow viewers to be transported into that space. And I'm always trying to find a way eventually to kind of disappear uh, in the reporting and allow there to be a real connection between what our viewers and listeners are experiencing and what was actually happening in those homes. And the only real way to to do that is to um, spend a lot of time and to build trust and relationships with these moms. And so I am fully aware that when I step into these spaces, there is a level level of uh, vulnerability that um, is taking place and that they are, in essence, gifting us their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that part of my job really seriously, and I, I feel always honored to get to share that space with them um, because it's not always pretty. 
for me, the first step in any uh, story like this is to just show up as a human being. And I leave my cameras in the car. I leave all of my equipment outside. And I just go and have a meaningful conversation about what they're going through, what our goals are as far as telling their story, and also um, taking some time to share a little bit about myself. And that allows us to move forward in a way where it's less of a obligation they have to the journalism, but more of a relationship that they have between myself and the person that, that we're doing our, our story on. Mm-hmm. Is there a story from one of the mothers that really stood out to you, something that you go back and think about at times? Um, I think I think the first day that we spent together was really powerful, particularly the first day with Crystal, because I always leave my cameras in the car the first day and we just talk. And the first thing Crystal said was, where's your where are your cameras? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I ain't you a photographer. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I told her, I, no, I leave them in the car. I like to just talk and get to know you. And she was like, oh, come on in. She was futzing around with the dog and you know, and then went to go get the baby. And and within four or five minutes of me being there, she was breastfeeding. And, you know, being a father and trying to be respectful, I asked her, would you like me to step out? Or, you know, do you need some privacy? And she was like, oh, no, absolutely not. She laid down on the couch. She started breastfeeding. And so it was this really comfortable space that she was in that she was fully embracing motherhood. She was like, I'm going to be a mom whether you like it or not. You know, yeah. you're in my space and it's time to eat. So we're going to feed. That's how it's going to work. And so I thought that was interesting because, you know, I then I went over to Katie's house and Katie was, you know, pretty upset and riled up because her baby wasn't eating. And, you know, she started crying and it was, you know, kind of a difficult moment. And I only stayed that day, I think, for maybe an hour, hour and a half, because I got the sense that there was just the house felt heavy that day. And she need, she really didn't want to be photographed. And that's okay. There are a lot of times where I'll go to assignments and I won't take a single picture. Mm. And, I, and I think that that is part of the process as a journalist is to be receptive to the space that you're in and to understand that, you know, it's not about getting to any sort of finish line or trying to um, excel the process and move it forward. It's about being patient and... I think it really pays off in the end because you actually walk away from these stories feeling like you've built a relationship and not just you didn't just go in to to try to get some sort of an outcome or draw something out of somebody. So, yeah. You know, when you're talking about that story arc, it definitely it definitely resonates. I went down to see um, the exhibit and it's yeah, it's like this is this person this is a struggle they have. This is a joy that they have. Um, and and it's it captures that, that nuance um, between the photos and the captions, you know, of like a lot of what can come through when, when you have a new experience in your life that's so pivotal. Yeah. And I, I think um, good visual storytelling is less about the photos. The photos come second and the person in the photos comes first. Mm. And, you know, I take a lot of time to create and foster those connections because I really believe that 
once they feel comfortable with me being there and they let go, we start to really get the nuance and the emotion and the feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's what great photography is about. It's not about a perfectly composed photo. It's not about capturing someone in this great light. Sometimes it's just about creating that sense of connection. And these moms, I'm so thankful to have been part of this experience. Each mother came from such a unique space. We had a mother uh, who was experiencing motherhood through a multi-generational home. We had a mother who was a recent immigrant to this country and whose husband worked late nights, who was uh, essentially raising the child on her own. Mm. Um, we had a LGBTQ plus couple who was part of our storytelling. And so each one had different facets of motherhood <laughs> that they were experiencing. And it just, it created this really rich experience. And for me as a father also tapping into my feelings you know, and my experiences and and trying to remember what it was like, yeah, going through that time period and watching my wife go through that experience. and yeah, I want to ask you about that. um you're 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 not a mother, like these folks um who were who were captured in in the first twelve weeks, but you are a parent. You have two children of your own. Um, did your role as a dad come into play with how you told the story? I think about I think about parenting as kind of an evolving process and a and a process that once you learn and figure out a certain aspect of what you're doing everything changes. So you never really get to a the finish line. You're always just <laughs> trying to figure out how to take one more step forward. And I think that feeling gave me a sense of calm even though I was walking into some pretty stormy situations and difficult spaces. But it also allowed me to kind of impart in the mothers this sense that, you know, transition is part of motherhood. And even though I'm a dad and I don't want to speak for mothers, it, it was comforting to see, for instance, that first moment where I met Katie and she was struggling with her baby eating Two weeks later, the baby gets a procedure. The next time I show up, the baby's sleeping the whole night. The mothers are well-rested. There's no more crying. Interesting. So even in that short three months that we were with the moms, I was getting to witness them going through that process of change and evolution. Mm, yeah. And, you know, it's it's fun that way because you, you really – I came in with a little bit of knowledge. So I was, even though I wasn't sharing necessarily that knowledge with them, I was understanding the steps that they were going through and and able to kind of communicate my experiences and feelings about that with them. So, yeah. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, for the mother in your home, <laughs> what were some of the observations that you made um, with your partner going through those first, if you can remember, <laughs> you know, those first. 12 weeks of parenthood with your oldest child. Yeah. I remember clearly that as we were going through the pregnancy process, that there was so many people around us, um, you know, checking on my wife, doctors testing her. And so it felt like everything was very controlled and calculated. 
we went through the pregnancy feeling like there were a lot of hands involved in making sure that she was going to be safe, that the pregnancy was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go through the birth and you bring this baby home and nobody's there. Everybody's mm. gone. <laughs> and, you know, there's the stillness of the house and that kind of first moment of realization that the baby is yours and it's your turn to start to take care of it. And um, it's both exciting and beautiful and inspiring, but also absolutely terrifying. Mm. The one thing I will say is that I think a lot of people pay attention to the physical aspects of pregnancy and and then the beginning of motherhood. You know, of course, you're tired. Uh, mothers are breastfeeding, so that's challenging. There's all of these aspects, but there's the mental aspect, which is that so much of your energy shifts from things that you do for yourself and the way that you take care of your yourself and your partner to having to take care of this new you know person in your life and so it you know I think the places where we struggled the most was just making sure that we were okay and that we were mm. taking care of each other as well uh, that our mental the mental aspect of raising a child that we were still watching out for one another that way um, but it's it's not easy. And you do cry and you do stay up late and you're tired and you do feel the pressure of the world asking you to come back. Yes. And wow. and so, you, you know, you it would lo- be lovely if, you know, we could just stay home and raise children. And that was our only <laughs> job. But the world calls us back. And for for instance, as a father, it was hard to leave home. When I had to go back to work and my wife still had some leave because I really was kind of embracing the role of being a parent. That's what I wanted to do at that moment. But I also understood I had to go take care of my family in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I think the juxtaposition of that, my wife seeing me go to work and wishing that she had some of that independence and that she had that space to be able to go cultivate herself and work on herself the way that all moms do. And if you listen to the story and, and read the story, you'll see each mother tackles that, that uh, narrative in a different way. Yeah, Katie was very much really excited to go back to work. And so I photographed that transition the day she went to her first day of work. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited, but also... Once she got to work and did that first FaceTime call, she's like, I want to be home. I want to yeah, go back. Yeah, she's like, how can I leave, actually? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that space between, you know, loving this new child, but also making sure to, to take care of yourself. Yeah. Why was it important to bring the images from this story onto a place like Navy Pier? This exhibition, to a degree, is a way for us to take something that we've created and meet people in a different space. Mm. I think that's really important to journalism because, you know, even just the smallest acknowledgement that, like, maybe some of our readers are illiterate, like they literally can't read. And so images are a real important way to connect with the work that we do, but also that, you know, some people don't have access to the Internet. Some people don't have access to radios at home. We have to find ways as journalists to present ourselves in the community. Having this living exhibition on the pier in a place 
where thousands of people come every day, is a great way to engage people in a way that we hadn't done ever before in WBZ's history. We've never put together a show like this. So, mm. I mean, it's a small step, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a, I think, a really positive way of kind of taking our journalism to a different place, you know, a different space. We also realize that we have to catch people's eyes, and everybody loves babies. So there's a lot of <laughs> photographs of babies. Manuel Martinez is a photojournalist here at WBC. Manuel, thank you so much. Thank you, Erin. If you're ever on Navy Pier, the first 12 weeks can be viewed on the walls near the entrance to the Chicago Shakespeare Theater through the end of November. It's really dope and it's interactive. There are links to each mother's story, which have audio components as well. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Cleve for editing the show. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR network. If you love the show, please rate us. Please review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. 